Today's reading is Romans 16. I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a servant of the church in Centria. Welcome her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints, and assist her with anything she may need from you, for she has been a great help to many people, including me. Greet Prisca and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who have risked their lives for me. Not only I, but all the churches of the Gentiles are grateful to them. Greet also the church that meets at their house. Greet my beloved Eponidas, who was the first convert to Christ in the province of Asia. Greet Mary, who has worked very hard for you. Greet Andronicus and Junia, my fellow countrymen and fellow prisoners. They are outstanding among the apostles, and they were in Christ before I was. Greet Ampliatus, my beloved in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ, and my beloved Stachius. Greet Apelles, who is approved in Christ. Greet those who belong to the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my fellow countrymen. Greet those from the house of Narcissus, who are in the Lord. Greet Tryphenia and Tryphosa, women who have worked hard in the Lord. Greet my beloved Persis, who has worked very hard in the Lord. Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother, who has been a mother to me as well. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermes, and the brothers with them. Greet Philologus and Junia, Nurus and his sister, and Olympus and all the saints with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ send you greetings. Now I urge you, brothers, to watch out for those who create divisions and obstacles that are contrary to the teaching you have learned. Turn away from them, for such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. By smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the hearts of the naive. Everyone has heard about your obedience, so I rejoice over you. But I want you to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Timothy, my fellow worker, sends you greetings, as do Lucius, Jason, and Sosipater, my fellow countrymen. I, Tertius, who wrote down this letter, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, who has hosted me in all the church, sends you greetings. Erastus, the city treasurer, sends you greetings, as does our brother Quartus. Now to him who is able to strengthen you by my gospel— and by the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery concealed for ages past, but now revealed and made known through the writings of the prophets by the command of the eternal God, in order to lead all nations to the obedience that comes from faith. To the only wise God be glory forever through Jesus Christ. Amen. This is God's word. This closing chapter of the book of Romans was quite personal. It began with Paul's personal recommendation of Phoebe in verses 1 and 2, and then a long list of personal greetings in verses 3 through 16. Just before his closing remarks, Paul warned believers about those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way. That's verse 17. Those divisions and obstacles were contrary to the teaching you have learned, according to verse 17. Paul was concerned about false doctrine because false doctrine divides the body of Christ. 
Verse 18 told us that these false teachers would divide the church because of their own appetites. In other words, their doctrine was deliberately chosen and differentiated from the truth in order to deceive the minds of naive people, according to verse 18, for the personal profit of the false teachers. Think about that long list of personal greetings in verses 3 through 16, and this warning in verses 17 through 19. Paul had seen many churches where there was once warm fellowship and strong friendships. He's seen those churches torn apart by false teaching. This entire letter was written to establish a doctrinal base to teach the gospel Christ gave him to this church that had formed apart from Paul's direct ministry. Paul wanted every person mentioned in this letter to fully understand the gospel, to believe it themselves, and to welcome all, Jews and Gentiles alike, who believe it as well. It would be a bad, sad thing, therefore, if Ampliatus, in verse 8, pulled away from and stopped talking to Rufus, in verse 13, because Ampliatus had departed from the gospel, or because he had stopped accepting Jewish believers as genuine Christians, or because he had broken fellowship over which day was the Sabbath and how that Sabbath was to be observed. A proper understanding and acceptance of the gospel a commitment to serve rather than to be served, and an understanding that Christ has accepted many who don't hold all the same convictions about everything should unify believers, not divide us. For us, we should recognize that truth is something to be explored, and that exploration involves questions and sometimes even debate. But when God's people know what they believe and why, it should unify us, rather than divide us. When others come in with different teaching, we should examine their teaching carefully, but also be suspicious about their motives. Too many believers uncritically accept different teaching from some best-selling Christian author or TV personality or webpage that they read. False teachers can be very persuasive. Instead of being persuaded, hold on to the gospel and reject everything that departs from it. The unity of Christ's body is at stake. So keep that in mind today as you encounter various types of teaching. And I'll see you next time. May God bless you. Hope you have a great day.